the uh, old fashioned. That's right. Oh, let me try. He forgot what he had. I know. I wanted you to, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted you to break it down. That's one of Nate's favorite meat. Oh, that's Nate, good. you're awesome. Nate, you're that's the man. Really, yeah, that's a really good old fashioned. Everybody in here order an old fashioned. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be done with this 45 minute section before everyone gets theirs, by the way. Yeah. People come to me to talk about sex because I love doing it. Move that way a little bit and I'll insert right there. And not everyone that comes to me is psycho or crazy. Kink, polyamory, sexual functioning. Are you having trouble in the bedroom? Do you not know what to do? Well, tune in. You're going to find out. Hey, sexy podcasters. This is Courtney with Let's Talk Sex. You can find me at www.sexandrelationshiptherapist.com. Go check out all of those awesome podcasts we have. I am so excited. We are at Trapeze Atlanta tonight. Uh, I am so grateful that they allowed us to come in and film here. We are about to talk about trapeze and just the swinging club industry in general. But first, we have the gorgeous Michaela next to me. Hello. And the sexy Tori on the other side. And we're about to have a little orgy on their couch over here. So we're going to get right. some sanitizer and some condoms in the back room in the loop. Condoms? Oh, yeah, condoms. Yes, Tori, condoms. Jeez. What kind of lady do you think I am? Um, I've said it. Don't, before, just I don't. Say it again. I can't stand mm. it. Which is why I'm sitting in the middle of them, unfortunately. So I might have Great to take both to of be. their drinks to deal with this for the next 45 <laughs> minutes. But coming up in one of our next podcasts, so look out, we're going to go into polyamory. I have the awesome Dr. Eli Sheff. Uh, she is an author of many books, um, an advocate of the polyamory lifestyle, a court advocate. And we're going to be talking about polyamory and dating 101. So be on the lookout for that one. But in the meantime, we have two awesome folks from Trapeze. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, talking with the lovely Mr. Allen. Who are you and how are you connected with this gorgeous club? Uh, I'm Alan Mostow and I am co-owner of Trapeze. And my name is Kaylee and I am one of the managers at Trapeze Atlanta. So can you guys tell us a little bit, a little bit about Trapeze? This is my second time here. My first time uh, I met one of your other managers, David, and he gave me an awesome tour. I remember about half of that because I was so in awe and overwhelmed at the same time. Um, so tell us about the club, how you opened it, what inspired you, maybe some roles membership that people want to know? Well, I opened up Trapeze in, oh God, uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably 1995. Uh, what got me into the lifestyle mm -hmm. was some friends of mine took me to Fire Island, which was in New York. I had no idea uh, about open-minded individuals or okay. couples. Went there. You thought you were going to a strip club, right? I'm sorry? You thought you were going to a strip club, right? No, I knew Fire Island was for open-minded people. Okay. I never knew the terminology of swingers. Okay. So What happened was we went there, and I'm watching one male with a female, and then the female's with another male, and the male's with another female, and they're kissing and <clears throat> hugging, and like, after a while, you didn't know who was with who. Okay. That night, he says, would you like to go to a club? I said, okay, went to a club, and same thing occurred. I couldn't tell you who was with who. Then I was told I was in a swingers club. Did you know what a swingers club was? No. <laughs> I had no clue. And then, knowing that their partners were allowing you to be with 
other people right. really blew my mind. <clears throat> I'm looking at that time at my wife. And so she went with you? She went with me. Okay. And I'm sitting there like a deer in a headlight with headlights. Uh huh. Couldn't believe it. Right. And we were in a club that had probably 50 couples. Oh, wow. Okay. At that time, I was an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. and I'm looking at dollars and cents, how much they're charging, and what are you <laughs> getting for, and how many people, and I'm, saying, I'm doing the math right then and there, and I'm saying to myself, this is, this is pretty good, mm -hmm. you know, there's Sex money in sells, it, you know. money as well as the freedom to not cheat, Yeah. doing it with your partner, Right. that's what got me into the lifestyle, okay. uh, seeing how a club was run, looking at the economics of it and saying what they had and what they didn't have. Mm -hmm. I always liked nice things. I liked going to nice places. Right. The place that I was at was neither of that. Okay. But yet they still were getting a crowd. Okay. I then looked at it that, hey, if they did some improvements, if they had better food, if they yeah. dropped the price, if they offered better services, right. they could probably do better. Okay, so I think what I'm hearing you say is, again, I've only been to Trapeze. I've never been to any other swingers club. And I'm in awe with Trapeze. I actually want you to expand and have little overnight rooms that I can come and rent so I can get away from the city. Trapeze, and have, bed, and breakfast. That's there you go. And have awesome food, dinner, breakfast, sleep in, have sex when I want or not. So you need to do that. But what? this is not. <laughs> <laughs> so I need you to put that in your business plan just for me, okay? Well, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes, just one group. That's all you need. That's one group. Then a yeah. trapeze for my name on it. Mm -hmm. You know, Uber service picks people up and takes them home. We have something yeah. similar to that, kind of. Oh, do you? Uh, you have make car sure service? you give me, give me parcel credit. Right. <laughs> we, we have a hotel very nearby that we work with, and we have oh, a few oh. drivers that will go back and forth between that particular hotel. They have really good rates for coming to this club on the weekends and everything, yeah. Okay, I'll keep that. Here, I, know. Folks. I know. There is a hotel. So for more information, call Trapeze and find out which hotel that is. Whatever the hotel's rules are, I'm not sure, but they do give discounts for coming here. Oh, nice. Yes. Go to Seth. Well, for coming. Yes. yes. Coming. For coming. Yeah. Yes. Coming. Uh, for coming. No for coming. Uh, <laughs> I got that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little slow as we here tonight, you know. Um, and I just kind of totally lost where I was going with that. Oh, so, so can I expect this in other clubs that I might go no. to? No. Okay. Not at all. We took the club. Sorry. You can edit that out. We're editing that out. Yeah, Is that your pacemaker? Yes, it's my pacemaker. I didn't even know that. That's actually my go get ready for bed. So I should be in bed right now. <laughs> There's two behind you. I know. I can choose whichever one I want. I'll see you guys in the morning. Alright, so can I expect this if I go to another club in like the United States? No, and the reason okay. being, Trapeze is a five-star club, as far as I'm concerned. You can go to a five-star club. Did you know that? Well, you can go to a hotel. I mean, you can go to the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah. And you can go to Motel Six. They're both hotels. Right. But there's a difference between the okay. two. Well, I feel the same way. There's Trapeze, and there are all the other clubs. Right. It'd be nice if all clubs gave the same services mm -hmm. and amenities and the food was the same and their employees. So wait, you sell, are you sell food or is it part of coming to the club? It's part of coming to the club. 
complimentary. Yeah, guys, they have admission. They have food. They have yes. a buffet, yes. and I haven't tasted it yet, but I've this, heard I know. good things about this buffet. We might. I, I came here once, and we tried. Did you try the, the food? The food was amazing. It was breakfast food. And they have, we just, oh, they have breakfast food. Yes, it was okay. eggs, sausage, biscuits, bread. I was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, we serve everything from filet mignon to lobster tail to you name any of the fine restaurants that you go to, we will have the same food and we also go to the same suppliers. Yes, we do. We need to come on. New member. New member over here. Wifey, you better pull the checkbook. Basically, everything that we offer here is included in your membership and door fees. So once you're in the club, you don't pay for anything. So all of the dinner, salad, dessert, breakfast, um, the condoms that we offer in the club, access to the rooms, locker rooms and everything, that's included in your door fee. So once you're in, you don't have to worry about what am I paying for my drinks. It's just the staff here who okay. does work for tips. So, so everything is included in what you pay. So you sell drinks? Or, or well, you no. offer no, drinks. not sell alcohol. We're a BYOB establishment. Basically, you'll bring your own alcohol okay. and go behind our bar, and then you'll go up to the bartenders, tell them what your membership ID is, okay. and how you want your drink made. So I, what if I like a, a rum and Coke? I bring my rum. Do I have to bring my Coke as well? No. All the sodas, okay. juices, the setups are all included in the price. Okay. So you bring your liquor, beer, or wine. Nice. And again, everything is included in the price, excluding the gratuity okay. that you would give a staff member. Gotcha. Why do chef be a BYOB establishment as opposed to just being able to come and purchase a cocktail? Well, different states have different laws. Uh, in Georgia and Florida, you can have you can't sell liquor and have sexual activity on the same on the premises. So okay. in this case, because of the sexual activity. Mm -hmm. We can't sell liquor. So we prefer sexual activity over liquor. In Georgia, it's, you can't be full nude at all either. In the club. Okay. And, so, have, and, 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 and sell alcohol. Oh. Okay. That's so, why a lot of strip clubs, they'll leave heels on or something. There's, you can't be fully nude in an establishment that sells alcohol. So every state okay. has different laws yeah. in which we have to abide by. <coughs> okay. In Florida, for argument's sake, you can't have live entertainment. Oh. So if I had a singer come in, that would be a no. Okay. If I had a masseuse come in to give massages, that would not be legal. Okay. So I see you have a lovely pole back here. So if you had a professional pole dancer come in, that would be illegal. I'm not. I'm saying in Florida. Oh, in Florida. Okay. In Florida, also, if I had a 110-inch screen, TV screen, that would then be illegal because that would been then have me fall under the guidelines. Of a mini theater. Oh. So, so, so in this club, there's a lot of TV you can't screens. Can't naked in a mini theater. In <laughs> right. So but whatever the law is, I have to abide by it. So you can't show Frozen or any Disney film <laughs> in wow. trapeze. Wow, naked. Wow, so, naked. So we have a lot of TVs here. I don't know if our viewers can see those, but you don't have those in your Florida club because of that. Law. Yes, we do because oh. this smaller than 110 inch. Right. Oh, okay. So, so it's if you have a 40-inch TV, so size does matter. Size yes, matters. it does. When it comes <laughs> Sometimes to smaller is better. Absolutely. Small, but small, but they're wider. More girth. So there you go. They, they size does matter. More depth. Exactly. Now, you know, I have to say, for me, next year will be 20 years that I've been in Georgia. Mm -hmm. I came here for college and just stayed. But just even, you know, going to college, graduating, going through my 20, 20s, you hear the name definitely has a reputation in a great way because I've always heard the name trapeze. I've heard people say, well, you know, this club, trapeze, and that we don't stand for really any nonsense. Okay. Uh, 
Don't work them over. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I want to talk about some of your roles. I know there are roles when you go to a swingers club. I know you guys have roles posted on your website. So guys, you can go and find out those roles. But will you tell us what some of your roles are? Because I know you do have a dress code. Um, I want to talk about that right quick. Um, what is your dress code? I think Kelly is better at answering that. <laughs> so I deal a lot with uh, working at the front desk, dealing okay. with new members when they walk in. So yeah. when people walk in, one of the first things that um, our staff members have to address is mm -hmm. if someone's in dress code. So uh, as soon as someone comes in, we immediately assess how they're dressed. Right. Troy, unfortunately, you would have to lose the hat to come and She told me to put the hat back on. Uh, yes, I, like, I did. So, so, so viewers, no hat. So yes. Troy, lose the hat. We were, we were I, was, I was fine with it until. Bye bye. So yeah. no hat. No so hats. we have very strict okay. dress code. Um, the the way to describe it easily would be business casual for gentlemen, collar mm -hmm. shirt, dress pants. Okay. Jeans can be acceptable as okay. long as they have no rips, frays. The way that Troy is wearing them is so perfectly. So Troy, stand. I'll, I'll take your drink. I didn't know I was going to be a model. But. You're going to be a model and just kind of without the hats. So we prefer, we prefer collared shirts, um, polo, yeah. button-down style, um, stuff like that. Jeans are acceptable as long as they're worn the way Troy has them. Okay. No rips, sprays, they're worn at the hip. Okay. Um, dress so shoes. So no, saggy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Basically, no athletic tennis shoes, work boots, stuff okay. like that. So we want to make sure dress to impress. Okay. So do people ever challenge the dress code? Like, I'm literally going to come in here and take all this off. Absolutely. I have people multiple, multiple times that are like, can I just get naked now? And I'm like, no, unfortunately, you do have to be dressed when you walk in. Mm -hmm. So there have been many times, and they kind of push the limit sometimes. But we just, we have to hold very firm to it if we want to stay a five-star club that everybody who right. walks in looks like they're meant to be at a five-star okay. club. So what about the ladies? Um, ladies, we just recommend sexy club wear. Um, a lot of the women can come in in lingerie, stuff like that. The sexier, the better is what we prefer for the women. However, as long, even if you are in jeans, if you have on a nice pair of heels okay. and a sexy top, that's acceptable. Typically for the ladies, as long as they're not in like sleep wear or athletic wear and they look presentable, we're allowed But lingerie is okay once you're in the club. Yeah, so sleepwear, not like PJs. Okay, gotcha. Now, a nice teddy is perfect. Gotcha. But no flannels? No flannels. Their sister is wearing too much. Yeah, in Florida, I, I typically say classy but trash. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It's nightclub uh, yeah. night wear. Right. And usually, when a woman would call me on the telephone, my line is classy but trashy and leave your panties at home <laughs> because it's one less well, thing Trace to take off. Well, Troy doesn't have any panties tonight, so we're good. Right. So oh, good. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't no. think Michaela does. <laughs> I just recommend though. But I don't know. So you don't want to crush things. Yeah. That's yeah. but see, that's you know, that's yeah. part of my speak class. Right. I'm sorry. Keeping it classy. Well stop. We'll I stop know, right? picking on me in this segment. I know. So what are some other rules that Trapeze has and are those universal to other clubs? Um, so trapeze, we run on a very strict uh, no means no policy. Okay. So um, we, basically it's meant to make everyone feel as comfortable as possible. So people coming into the lifestyle um, new or maybe they've been in, it's just the first time they've actually been to a club, they understand that it's all about respect here and we don't tolerate anybody being disrespectful. We let everybody know that. So whether you're a single male, a single female, or even a couple, we let you know that if you do plan on entering in sexual activity or speaking with anybody else there, make sure you're very open about mm -hmm. what you're into. If someone expresses a disinterest, you respect that. Um, and then if anybody violates that, then we ask them to come let management or staff members know and okay. we can address it. We just want any, everybody who comes into the club to feel as comfortable as, as possible in here because we want them to come back and have a good experience. Okay. Yeah, I know my first time here, I came to talk to David, um, and everyone was very respectful. Even when I was offered a proposition, I was like, oh, well, 
not sure I'm quite ready for that. I'm still taking it all in, observing, and they're like, oh, okay, we're back here if you need us. Awesome, thanks for letting me know. And that was that. Or we're just sitting having a conversation. Them, the couples themselves are really self-policing. Mm -hmm. Most of the couples that come to, the, again, I can only speak about trapeze, that right. come to trapeze are very protective of what they consider their club. Oh. It's not my club, it's their club. Okay. And if somebody does something wrong or improper, mm -hmm. they're the first ones. They're actually our first line of defense. Oh, wow. Because nice. they'll, <coughs> excuse me, I have a cold. Uh, they're our first line of defense in that they want to protect the club. They yeah. want to protect the integrity of the club. Right. So they'll be the first one to say, excuse me, they said no, mm -hmm. respect them. Okay. You know, a lot of times the word yes means yes, no means no, and maybe is no is the gray area. But <laughs> to me, maybe is a no. <laughs> well, to, and then if you had a, if a couple had a few drinks, that maybe becomes I'm now going to become your shadow. Yeah. Because I'm going to wait for you to hopefully go to the yes. Gotcha. So to me, maybe is a real iffy word. Mm -hmm. You really have to distinguish yes or right. no. Yeah. And express it and like Kaylee was saying if if you come in and you have certain desires or wishes or things that you're not interested in you have to express it right. if you keep it to yourself <clears throat> nobody can read your mind right so we call that listeners communicate we call that listeners communicate Mr. Allen saying express I say communicate you have to use your, your words and your voice tell people what you want you don't want very what about privacy? Because I know in the section we're in, which is the diamond room, um, is more the VIP section, um, and they have, or this has private rooms, and it has a few open rooms like we see down the, the way here, um, and in the main club section, it's all open room. So what about privacy? If, say, you know, Michaela Troy and I decided to go and be in this little open spot down there, and we didn't want Kaylee jumping in, you know, would we... Really? I mean, I totally would. Yeah, in real say, life, we would never. I know, in real life, we would, but in this podcast fantasy world, we might say no, Kaylee. I mean, you know, because maybe we're drunk or something, we don't know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had one too many of a bartender Nate's, uh, what is that, the old fashioned. Yeah. Uh, so, what about if she tries to come in and I, I really don't want her coming in? You, you would express. I would thank you, but no thank you. Thank you. It's still, it's still kind of an ask before you touch kind of thing for women. Yeah. You know, even if I wanted to come in and join, uh, the respectful thing would be to mm -hmm. kind of voice, you know, is it okay if I touch, is it okay if I join in? And right. if you guys say no, then hands off, I'm, I'm not okay. welcome here. I'll go to the one of the couches and see who's available. Yeah. Grab one of them. Okay. Um, what about established rules and boundaries? Uh, with my couples that I work with, Michaela, I can't speak for you, but I would think you would do the same is I always encourage them to have set rules and boundaries in their open relationship, whether they're at a club or just outside of a club. Just um, in general. Yeah. A lot of couples have boundaries. <clears throat> yes, you can kiss her, but you can't French kiss her. Okay. You can touch her above the waist, but do not go below the waist. Okay. So people do set boundaries. The problem is when you cross those boundaries, after you've made them, you know, before you've come to the club, that's when you have issues. Right. So, you know, it's basically respecting your partner. Okay. Respect your partner, you don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. It's when you disrespect it, that's when the managers get a little bit more involved because the managers have to sit there <laughs> and kind of say, you know, 
relax, calm down. Mm -hmm. This is a fantasy world. Yeah. This is not reality. Yeah. You know, I could be with another individual and have the time of my life, but at the end of the night, tomorrow morning, I'm not going to be with her. Okay. I'm going to be right. back with my partner, and that's the person who I have to communicate with and that's say. That's who I'm waking up with. <laughs> exactly. You know. Or on the couch with it. So managers kind of take on a therapist. That's role. when you end up building okay. your own laundry. Or a parenting role sometimes. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, do you guys encounter a lot of issues, like people arguing or, you know, people just. Very few. Very few. You know, the people here are adults, we're not kids. A lot of them set the ground rules and they respect one another. Okay. Respect is a, is a big word in the swinging lifestyle. Yeah. And for that reason, there are very few disputes. If there are, it's usually not between other couples, it's between that particular couple gotcha. that, you know, they had one too many drinks and they crossed that line. Okay. That's when you have an issue. So, if a rule is violated, how does trapeze or does trapeze step in? Like, what happens? If it's brought to our attention. Not necessarily all rules between a couple are brought to our attention. Now, if it's a rule that is broken by our club, um, then yes, we step in immediately. But there have been some internal disputes between couples that may not be brought to our attention. And if, okay. they, if they do progress to where it's obvious, then we will try to step in as much as possible. And so, what about protection? Or, you know, if are there people here, security bouncers, to protect individuals, or is it okay. more of a go find a, a staff member? Well, and first of all, uh, as far as when couples have a disagreement, mm -hmm. a lot of times it's just a matter of just saying, you know, why not call it a night? Okay. And and, and most of the time, I'd say 99% of the time, they understand that, and they'll call it a night and go home, and that diffuses any problems. Okay. When that 1% <laughs> doesn't get that, yeah. we have uh, security oh. in which we also, staff members in which they will come in and ask the same thing. Calm down, relax, mm -hmm. come over here, let me talk to you for a minute. And I can say that to the male or the female mm -hmm. and say, hey, listen, you know, she's having a bad night. Why don't, rather than push it, why don't you, you know, call it an evening mm -hmm. and you'll come back again. But don't try to get everything done in one night, okay. because you'll blow it, yeah. right. and not in a sexual way. <laughs> not, you know. not, not the way we want to blow it. Exactly. <laughs> so you sit there, and there's a way to talk and reason with them. Okay. Pretty much all, again, the couples are adults. They understand yeah. sometimes liquor does play a big oh, factor it in it. You know, all of a sudden guys become more macho, women become... Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the same way yeah. they become tigers and, and they're not going to put up with it. Right. And that's where the arguments take place, but that's where managers and security, mm -hmm. you know, say, time to go. Right. And they insist on it and they are escorted out if they have to be. And which came first? Atlanta, Fort Lauderdale? Okay. Uh, well, I lived in New York, okay. was going to a club, mm -hmm. family issues occurred, we moved to Florida. Oh. I went to a particular club and we had a disagreement and I was thrown out and the first thought that came to my mind is one day I'm going to put you out of business. <laughs> Did you? No, they're still in business. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I ended up opening up a off-premise club. Okay. Now there's a difference between an off-premise and an on-premise, okay. but it was an off-premise club and that's where I met my business partner. Okay. Uh, 
Would you explain to our viewers what on-premise and off-premise means for those who might not know? Okay, off-premise is a meeting place where there's no sexual activity that takes place on the premises, okay. but you meet a couple and then you can go elsewhere. Gotcha. On-premise is where sexual activity can take place on the premises. So we are at an on-premise club? Yes. Okay. Yes. I met my business partner at an off-premise club at the time. He was very loyal as far as a member goes. Uh, pretty much saw him every week. He tried to convince me to open up an on-premise club, and for years I kept turning it down. Why? Because I was retired at that time, and I really <laughs> didn't want to go back to work. Okay, I don't blame you. But if I he, retired, I wouldn't go back to work either. He was like a wife, kept nagging and nagging and nagging and nagging, and finally I just well, that's folded. That's your side of the story. Uh -huh. <laughs> we need to get his side of the story. And he just convinced me to, to do it. Okay. Uh, which he said if he if he builds it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we could do it together. If I build it, will you come? Yeah. And <laughs> come. Thank God. They keep coming and coming and coming. Coming and coming and coming, 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 coming. is not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. And, and that's how we got into the business. We, he had his ideas of what it was like okay. in a club. I had my ideas as what, of what I wanted in a club. And together, he wanted plush and mm -hmm. high, classy, a classy place to go. Mm -hmm. I wanted the same thing. We, talked about the features and the amenities that we wanted, and we were both on the same page. It was uncanny how two people from two different parts of the country thought the same way about the lifestyle huh. and what type of facility we wanted. Uh, because if you both had those thoughts, I bet a bunch of other people had those thoughts as well. And which they hey, were that, that was classier, yeah. they had really good food and good old-fashioned. At the time, a lot of the clubs, if you would have had Swedish meatballs and fried ravioli and chicken wings, that was considered a gourmet meal oh, wow. in the swinging lifestyle yeah. in the clubs. You know, if you were lucky, you might have a cheese platter and a veggie platter, mm. but that was pretty much all the food that every club offered. Yeah, that's not what's outside right yeah. now. Like outside no. is like salmon and chicken yeah. and lots of salads and desserts. And that was something that my partner and I, you know, had talked about and that's what we had put out. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, uh, it, it worked extremely well. I mean, I found the partner that I couldn't have asked, you know, as far as having anybody better. Right. We both gelled, we communicate, we talk. Uh, you communicate? God, it's like, <laughs> we're, like better than a, we're better than a male and female, you know? In your relationship, even business, you gotta communicate. You know, we communicate, we play, devil's advocate okay. as far as I'll come up with an idea and he'll knock it or vice right. versa. And until we can both agree on something, it really doesn't move forward. No. But we really, you know, our, our ideas and our suggestions. I feel swinging relationship until we both agree on it, it doesn't move forward. Exactly. Okay. And for that reason, I think trapeze, or I know trapeze, is successful mm -hmm. because of the way we have, our partnership works. We work very well together, and we establish the rules and the policies and the procedures and the do's and the don'ts of the club. Right. And then our staff follows them through. I, I just have to ask, I hope we have a little more time. 
please clarify if I'm right. Let me know if I'm wrong. Please clarify. All the times I've heard about trapeze, one day somewhere in the 2002, 2003, I had to ask about like, why trapeze, like, what does that name come from? And someone was like, well, when you go to a circus, or what are the trapeze artists doing? I was like, they're, oh. They're constantly switching. They're con oh, like, oh, it makes sense. Is that true? Is that the origin of the name trapeze, or something else? Okay, I came up with the name, and that's that was one of the, the reasons, was because I thought of a circus, and what do you do mm -hmm. in a circus? You go on a trapeze, and you swing. Nice. You switch, you swing, and you switch. And that's how the name, because when I had an off-premise club, it was called Couple Up. Mm -hmm. Okay, Then it that's was cute. called Undercover. Cute. And then it was Club Chic. Mm -hmm. So I had a number of different names, but I always wanted to have a name that if I was to send you a postcard, and I just put Couple Up, yeah. and nothing else, you would know where it came from, right. and it wouldn't signify to your parents that might get that postcard, mm -hmm. right. what is this all about? Right. Or if you said undercover, the same thing. So I always try to have a generic name that nobody would know and I can promote heavily with that, hmm, you know, type of name. I like it. I like so before we have to wrap up, I'm probably going to make producer Andrew go over a little bit. One thing that I experienced when I came here that I hear a lot of my couples, especially men experiencing, is erectile dysfunction. Um, and that has nothing to do with a club. Um, I believe it's more of a personal internal issue around anxiety, even performance anxiety, as well as alcohol. Is that common for men to experience erectile dysfunction you know, when they're in the bedroom or when in an open room? Do you want me to answer that? <laughs> Uh, so, sometimes alcohol does play yeah. a, a big part in that. Yeah. Uh, drugs yeah. also. Medication yeah. or recreation. Well, that's what I meant by drugs. <laughs> sometimes yeah. people sit there and say, oh, you know, I'll take a Tylenol or with codeine right. or something because they're nervous. And yeah. all of a sudden they had to take a prescribed drug mm -hmm. and alcohol, and that's exactly the problem you end up with. Well, alcohol constricts the blood vessels. So blood and oxygen can't get to the penis, so therefore it's harder to obtain or maintain erection anyway. Harder than your heart. Yeah, and the more that you drink, the harder it's going to be. So really for a guy who has that problem, it's recommended that he drink no more than two drinks an hour, and I even say maybe less than that depending on his body type, how he metabolizes alcohol. You know, the more that you put in your body, the less your liver can metabolize it as quickly. So you're just kind of setting yourself up to fail. Don't, and you, mean, don't you mean it's much more difficult versus it's harder? Oh my gosh. Well, how many drinks have you had this evening? Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's making the old fashioned. Yeah, I'm them. Which so it's really strong. Oh, thank you. Thank so you, you No, we're not going to blame it on the old fashioned. Yeah. Because it's cheap. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've noticed that. I was like, so it's harder, harder yeah. to get harder. Troy, is that better? Much better. Thank you. I like to please you. What can I say? I know, right? <laughs> um, so you can come it, again. Yes, you can come. I, I like to please you. You can come again. Come at me again. Maybe that's what? All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting a little raunchy over here tonight. Um, and so and anxiety is a big part as well. Is, you know, when you get in your head, sometimes it's harder to get out of your head, and you're constantly thinking about it. And I have a lot of couples who come in where it's harder for men to 
focus on themselves when they're trying to pay attention to their, their wife or their female partner and what is she doing, uh, what am I doing, and sometimes it's really focusing on yourself and what do I want to do. I want to enjoy this so I need to pay attention to me and trust that she'll also follow our rules. Like what is she doing? Oh, no, I need to trust that she's going to do that. And so coming in calm and not anxious, and when you get anxious, what do you need to do to calm yourself down? And one of my biggest things for, for anyone is take the attention off of yourself. Put it on someone else. So if you're a guy and all of a sudden you realize, I can't get it up, well then you have a female partner that you can start pleasing until you realize, I can get it up at. <laughs> and that's why you see a lot of times there's a lot of oral sex yeah. taking place. Plus, oral sex blowjobs pulls blood to the penis, so it just helps get it harder as well. Am I, am I doing good, Troy? You happy? Um, you're almost, you're almost challenging, challenging to get it harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so is that common? Because I mean, I know a lot of new people in the lifestyle who that's a fear of theirs, and that is, oh, it's only going to be me. And I'm like, no, it's not just you. So can you vouch that no, it's not just you, that a lot of men or even women sometimes have sexual performance anxiety? Do you have sexual performance anxiety? <laughs> Not that I know of. Uh, <laughs> as someone what have you heard? I'm not going to talk about that on here. Oh, <laughs> um, as someone who's worked in the lifestyle, I have had quite a few people come up before, and they've, they've spoken about just yeah. can't get it up tonight. And it's people who've come, I say come, who, who, frequent, We're coming a lot who, frequent, the who frequent the club very often and don't always yeah. have that problem, but maybe it's maybe it's the night, maybe something's going on in their personal life, maybe right. they have had that one drink too many, mm -hmm. or maybe they're, maybe they're with someone who they maybe find a little bit more attractive than the last person. It could be performance anxiety. Uh, there's many different factors. We have seen it um, in your regular average Joe that comes here and your model that comes here, but it's everyone at some point in time may experience it. So I know people experience embarrassment and sometimes guilt or shame around it. What are some advice, if you have any, on how not to experience that so that way you can have an enjoyable night you know, and do other people see that as embarrassing or shameful? You know, you have to understand when you come to trapeze or any club, it's not, oh, I didn't screw tonight, okay. so it's a, right. it's a night of failure. Right. There, you can come here and eat and drink and dance Go take a nap. and observe, <laughs> take a nap if yeah. you want, and still have a very pleasant evening. Okay. You don't have to have intercourse. So it's not all about sex and fucking pretty much. Exactly. Okay. You know, so you can come and have a good time, leave and say, I had a great time and I'm going to come back again. Yeah. You don't have to have intercourse to sit there and say, oh, mm -hmm. it was a lousy night or it was a great night. Right. Okay. It's a, it's a small part of it. I know. What about sex toys? Are, you, are people allowed to bring sex toys in, or is that, no, no? What kind of sex toy are you referring to? Like a vibrator, handcuffs, dildo. Can you show me a sample? I did not bring any. I wish oh, I had. Well, Sorry. Yes, you can bring in your okay. toys. <laughs> I know the last time you brought in a knapsack, I assumed that was <laughs> Break out a briefcase. Lay them out. It's in my locker. Shh. You know, but people enjoy sex toys, so I was wondering, is it appropriate to have them bring them in? Yes. Okay. Good to know, note. I have a couple more questions if we have time. Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, probably the, the shortest question. Uh, I know a oh, lot of times. a long one. <laughs> she likes long and short. <laughs> you know, I like variety. Start with the short ones. Um, so, starting with the shortest question, I know a lot of times when people picture swinging, they picture um, sort of like heterosexual couples who wife swap. 
Is this an LGBT um, friendly environment? Um, I would say that the majority of the females that do come into this establishment are at least bisexual or open-minded to playing with other women. Um, in my experience working in the last three years, I have not openly seen um, gay men, not saying that it doesn't happen behind closed doors or anything, but I would say that very openly uh, the majority of the women who come in here um, do play with other women. Um, in fact, that's a lot of the swapping that I see is maybe the wives play more and then play with their own partners and then fully wife swap maybe a little bit later. Yeah, male to male is really frowned upon yeah. in the swinging lifestyle. So it's mainly heterosexual couples and bisexual single mm -hmm. females or couples who Well, the wife is bisexual. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is your long my, question? My longer question um, would be that I, I do know, even though we encourage um, uh, what we call ethical or consensual non-monogamy, we do know that some people come to these types of establishments without their primary partner, although they mm -hmm. will have a partner with them, it may not be their spouse or their girlfriend. Um, what measures or uh, parameters are put in place to protect identity and make sure that people's privacies are respected in okay. those circumstances? Well, one, we do not ask if they're married or live together or okay. how long, or is it your neighbor or secretary? That's none of our business. Okay. As far as the privacy goes, we are a private club. We've gone through the legal system when people have come in and if their marriage should break up and it's, they were a member and they want to get information or they want to know how many times they came here with their partner. Uh, through the court system, uh, we've won and we don't have to give any information about anybody to any court. So we fought that legal battle, uh, Trapeze has. So your privacy is 100% intact. When you come in here, nobody knows, nobody will know, and discretion is 100% covered. So you don't send any membership information in Absolutely. the mail or anything like that? So one of the, th the easiest ways to describe this for you is uh, we do have a lot of men who come in here with multiple partners. Maybe they'll come in, Troy will come in with one day and you another day um, and then the staff members may be the ones who recognize that more often than anybody else will we don't know what he's told the female before she comes here so when they check in with membership what we'll do is we'll make sure it's very consistent that we ask the names so it seems like it always seems like this is the first time the person's coming in here okay. so that we're not automatically so, so you would be like, hey, goes, Troy, I'm Troy, hi, Courtney, and then you're like, I'm not Courtney. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we're very, so wife, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So we're very discreet. We don't give any information out over the phone. We want to make sure that the person we're speaking with is the person who's actually part of the membership. So it's very discreet on how when people check in, we don't just assume the person they came in with last time is the only person they're ever going to be in with. So we're very discreet about that aspect. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Well, anything else that you'd like to share about trapeze or the lifestyle or clubs in general? Uh, just that if you thought about it, fantasized about it, it won't hurt you to come in, mm -hmm. try it one night. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. You can observe. Like I said, you can come in and have a drink, have dinner, dance. You can watch, and at that point, you can turn, you know, say, I've had enough, and you can walk out. Mm -hmm. I've had people that come in, and over the course of weeks or months, they might come into the back area, mm -hmm. and then they'll go into a private room. What's the back area? 
the back area is where sexual activity takes place. Okay. And they can go into a private room and lock the door. Mm -hmm. And again, nobody's going to partake with them, but they also get to hear the sounds and the smells of the perfumes and the colognes, mm -hmm. and that is also a turn on. And at that point, they can get dressed, leave, mm -hmm. and not even be with another couple or touch another couple. Okay. And it progresses at their speed and their comfort level. I can't go to what we call vanilla clubs mm -hmm. and be entertained anymore. Right. I'll go out and be like, no one's naked, no one's doing anything. This is this just is boring. boring. I'm about to take a nap. Even if you have no intentions of swapping or playing at all, at least just come out and have a good time because it's a far it's different atmosphere than anywhere else. Yeah, it really is a great atmosphere. I have to say that. People yeah. watch like, wow, look at that. Well, thank you so much for letting us be here and coming on and talking about trapeze and clubs in general. I do appreciate it. And if someone's interested in more information about trapeze, what, what do they need to do? Where can they find you? Who do they contact? Well, you can go to our website, which is trapezeclub.com. Okay. Uh, I give you two phone numbers, but it's easier to just go to the website, yeah. look it up. It has all the information. You can click whether you're in Florida or Georgia, okay. read about the clubs, and go from there. Sounds good. Right. And you can find me at www.sexandrelationshiptherapist.com. You can find all of our current podcasts. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter and Facebook at CGeterLMFT. Uh, like us and tweet us. Ms. Michaela, where can they find you? You can find me at www.rwcatlanta.com. That's the Relationship Wellness Center. And Troy. Well, if you're looking for a stripper or pastor, you can find me at www.weareringside.com. Follow me on Twitter at WeAreRingside. Thank you so much for being with us. I hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for part two where we're going to be interviewing couples about their experience. So you have questions and we have your answers. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Hey Troy, did you know that the Let's Talk Sex podcast is not a replacement for your own medical doctor or mental health professional? Now you tell me. Let's Talk Sex is here to educate you, Troy. It's also here to give you information, but we cannot diagnose or treat you through our podcast. Now what's the number to 911 again? 911.